Now batting for the Cubs corner, the host, Anthony Pasquale. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Cubs Corner. I'm your host, Anthony Pasquale, and as always, this episode is brought to you by Coach's Bar and Grill. They just reopened, so make sure you get over to Coach's uh, sometime this baseball season, watch a Cubs game, watch a Sox game, whatever the case may be. Great food, great people over there, so make sure you get to Coach's. Today is the 93rd All-Star Game in MLB history, and the Cubs are sending three to Seattle for the game, except Dansby Swanson and Marcus Stroman, uh, both of whom were elected to the All-Star Game, will not be participating. Dansby Swanson's currently injured, um, struggled a little bit at the plate here and there, but his average has been right around 260. I believe he's got nine homers, and the defense has been everything advertised and more. Marcus Stroman really has solidified himself as an ace in the Cubs rotation, had some time as the number one ERA in the National League, Elected to his second career All-Star game, same with Swanson, but Stroman elected not to pitch either. The only player going to the game currently in Seattle is Justin Steele. And fitting, today's his birthday, so this episode is going to be all about Justin Steele. Just turned 28, has a stellar 2.56 ERA and a 9-2 record on the season. But he's got an interesting connection to his hometown, Loosedale, Mississippi, and a former Cubs All-Star. We'll get into all of that on this episode with a few special guests from Justin's life. Joining me now to talk about Justin Steele's high school career is his high school coach, Brandon Davis from George County, the Rebels head coach. Um, how's everything going today, coach? Doing well, man. I'm actually watching the red carpet right now. I just watched Justin just walked by with his family. It was pretty, pretty surreal. So other than uh, being really hot outside, it's good to come inside and see that on TV. Yeah, absolutely. Obviously, it's Justin's birthday today. His son Bo's birthday also today. So, I mean, just a heck of a day for the Steele family. Oh, no doubt. I mean, uh, Justin, you know, being his 28th birthday and Bo's first, uh, it's, it's, it's pretty awesome that it comes on the day he gets his first All-Star game. Absolutely. Now, I just, I just want to ask, tell me about Justin in high school. Has... Like, about the way he pitched, the way he played, the way he acted, anything you've got about him in high school? Well, the one thing about him in high school was he thought he was a way better hitter than he was a pitcher. <laughs> uh, you know, he, he did swing it well. I mean, just very athletic, obviously. And uh, he did a great job for us at the plate. Just He would just compete. Uh, now, I would say this, he loved, to, he loved to hit the long ball. He loved hitting dingers. And uh, he probably could have been a... A little more competitive at the plate, but he, he loved his home runs. But on the mound, he really, you know, he, he started for us. He pitched some his freshman year. We had a really good ball team, but then his sophomore year, uh, he had a bit of an injury. And about his first part of the season, he took two weeks off. He was probably 82, 83. He took two or three weeks off. And uh, when he came back, he was upper 80s, 88, 89. And from that point on, it just really took off. And, um, you know, like I said, he was already a competitor and already loved being in the lineup, but then that was just kind of an extra little spark. And, um, you know, he's that, he's that kid every high school coach really wants to do, really wants. I mean, left-handed pitcher, left-handed hitter in the lineup just competes and makes people around him better. And uh, probably that's, that's just who he is. I did some research. Uh, his last start as a senior, I believe seven innings shutout, 15 strikeouts and I think a playoff 
or uh, like a regional type game. Do you remember that start? What can you tell us about oh, it? I do. I remember it well. Um, he threw that. It was at home, and he threw. I think he topped out at ninety six, ninety seven that night in high school. He, he can reach back and throw it. Uh, he pitched it around ninety, ninety two, uh, ninety three. He would stay there, but I mean, he he had a, a very good outing. The, the crazy that was a third round. The next we, we were planning to go to state actually, and so. Uh, we we get we won that game. The next game, we throw seven another seven shutout innings, and we go into extras and get beat by one. In game three, we got beat by the team that won the state championship that year. Um, but and he was he looked at me in that third game. He's like, "You need me to come back." I'm like, "You threw 120 pitches three days ago. You're not coming back on three days." Right? <laughs> there, was, there wasn't any pitch, there was no pitch count rule, but he was. He was willing, you know what I'm saying, and he wanted to win. But I looked at him and I said, "Buddy, I think you got a lot more pitching to do than right here. And if we go next week and play for the state, that's fine. But if not, you're going to keep pitching. I'd rather, you know." And that's what he did. So um, he had several games. I remember one distinctly. He had a perfect game going with two outs in the seventh, and the ground ball was hit to our second baseman, solid kid, and he just boots it. I mean, right at him. Just kicks it, and um, he walks over to him and puts, pats him on the butt. And Justin says, "Hey, man, don't worry, get the next one." And the first pitch out of his hand, a ground ball to the kid's left. He makes a great play and gets out of the game. So, uh, no hitter still intact, but perfect game. And uh, it's been cool to have it, but uh, I think he has some. I think he has some chances in the big leagues to go that to be that route, um, as well as he's pitching right now. Yeah, absolutely. So you said. What of that senior year, Justin had a no hitter. Oh yeah, he had. I, I want to say he had three. Oh wow, uh, three, three no hitters. Um, I, I have to look back. I mean, I can't really remember. It's, we had another guy there, Logan Robbins. They were teammates. He had five consecutive shutouts in a row. Ooh. Logan did, and he was he was the Friday guy. Still was the Tuesday guy uh, because we played Tuesday Friday district, and um, it was it was juggernaut. I mean, uh, we won. There's a lot of teams that were not happy with me when we come through the, through the ranks, but uh, we were blessed and fortunate to have both those guys going. But yeah, he he just began to dominate. Like middle of his junior year, senior year, when he was on the mound, it was a win. I mean, it was just it was a win. So, um, you know, it was fortunate to have him. But you know, such a great teammate too. Just an unreal teammate. He. He made people around him better, and that's that's my definition of a really good teammate. You make people around you better, and um, and he did that. Yeah, and it certainly feels like for for the Cubs when he goes out there, it's it's a win pretty much as well. Um, oh, at at what point during his his progress, maybe through junior junior or senior year, did you think this guy's going to go to the big leagues? Uh, I, well, I knew that when his velocity started going up, he would get some looks. And uh, sophomore year, I started calling some of the guys, the college coaches, and, you know, just let them know, hey, he's looking really good. You might want to get a little eye on him. He signed at Southern Miss because, literally, he said, this is the first college that had any confidence in me, so I want to go I want to go with him. And, I mean, he had, after his junior year, everybody's on it, you know. And he's like, nope, they should have been here first. <laughs> so he made his mind up. But then midway through his junior season, he really started getting command of his breaking ball. The, the, it's the back foot slider he throws now. It was a little more loopy, uh, but our pitching coach, he pitched in the, 
in the minor leagues of the Phillies, Pope McGraw was his pitching coach, which is Tim Davis, my first cousin. And he's been my pitching coach for me forever. But, uh, and he's worked, and he just worked with him on just basically pitching, you know, just being pitchability, throw it for a strike, and then turn it loose for two strikes, let your fastball eat. But I kind of had an idea. And then I think he played that summer of his junior year. I think he went down to Florida and played in the East Coast Pro. And at that point, I realized it's going to be a busy spring because I'm going to have to call. <laughs> Scouts are going to be calling, want to know what day he pitches. And so we kind of got that schedule out, got ahead of it. And, um, I mean, I had a really good feeling that he was he was not going to Hattiesburg, Mississippi to play at Southern Miss about midway through his, through his senior year. What do you, when you look back on it, what, what sticks out to you the most about coaching Justin? Uh, you know, what sticks out to me the most is I never had to worry about was he ready to play or was he going to be distracted. He always came ready to play. He always came. It was so consistent. Whatever was going on around him never bothered him. But when he showed up, he showed up with that energy, ready to win every time he took the baseball. Every day at the park he was that way, every day at practice. But he was so consistent. You don't have to worry, is he going to be in trouble in the classroom? Is he something crazy going to happen, you know, here or there? Now, later come to find out, every day we would let him go. Like, they'd take BP on game day, and then they would leave. Uh, JV would come back, and they'd have like a two-hour gap between, you know, pregame BP and when I need him dressed before the varsity game. And I come to find out Justin would go to the city park and shoot basketball. That was his pregame ritual. And I'm thinking, <laughs> if I would have known that, <laughs> he's going to turn his ankle or, or break his wrist on the rim or something. I, if I would have known that, I would have been like, you don't need to do that. But that was just kind of his pregame deal. And so um, he would do that every time. But other than that, he, he showed up ready to play. And that's one thing that sticks out. It was always the same. It was always the same effort. It was always the same mentality. He wasn't. He was not emotional. wasn't up and down. And that's that's a lot for a kid that was under that much pressure, knowing that there's going to be 15 to 20 scouts in the stands every time you pitch. You know, and he he just performed. Yeah, that's that's impressive for sure. What would you say is the best piece of advice you were able to give him? Just be yourself. That's what I told him. Um, I coached Jacoby Jones, which played with the Tigers, and. And he was going through the same process, and he was a very high draft pick, you know, out of high school. Um, and I just watched him. He fought that. Like, it was – they really just kind of – all the pressure that was on him. And my, it's my best piece of advice was, man, you just do you. I mean, you just be who you are. Um, I, could, I could confidently say that because of who he was. Um, he wasn't trying to be anybody else. He didn't chase – the, the latecomers that wanted him to come play college ball. Like, Alabama, he loves Alabama football. He's a he's psycho about Alabama football and the Saints. He loves it. And he went to the Alabama visit. He said he went so just so he could get really good tickets to an Alabama football game. <laughs> but, and he didn't just jump on a bandwagon um, and try to go to LSU or Mississippi State or any of these guys. I mean, he was loyal. So I just said, hey, just be you. Be yourself. And, um, and that's what he's done. How long have you coached at uh, George County? Uh, this will be, I've coached 12 years. This will be my thir- 13th season. I was there two years as an assistant right out of college. I went to Richmond for seven. That's where I coached Jacoby. 
Jones there, and then I come back to George County in 2011, uh, 12. Yeah, so 12 season I was there, Justin's freshman year. Is uh, Steele the first big leaguer that has come through your program at George County? He is the first big leaguer, yes. Now I've had Mason Robbins played uh, AAA ball with the White Sox. Shane, Shane, we've had 16 people drafted from our high school, but he's the first one to make it to the big leagues. Gotcha. And then, then obviously, I coached Jacoby, but he was at Richardson High School. Right. And then today, obviously, is the All-Star game, so not only is a player that you coached um, going to be in the big leagues, but a player that you coached is going to be in the All-Star game. Do you take you know any pride or any credit for what he's been able to do? Uh, I don't – I just, uh, I'm thankful that I was blessed enough to the school where he was playing. So, uh, definitely just blessed to be a part of his journey, just a small part uh, of being a part of that. And, um, you know, it's good that a lot of coaches coach an entire career in high school and never can say that they've had one guy go play the big leagues, much less an all-star. Uh, it does good because he's, he's so good to give back. And it lets all these kids in our area, I mean, we're rural Mississippi, thousands, there's a thousand kids in our high school. Um, and even though we've had a lot of success, I mean, we've got, you know, Logan Tanner, who won the national championship with, with Mississippi State. He's playing minor league ball with the Reds. We got Trevor McDonald. He's a, these are guys that come after Steele. And the, he's playing with the San Francisco Giants organization. He's 94, 95 right now, can run up to 96, a right hander. Two guys with potential to bank in the big leagues. And I think, these steps show our kids in our community, especially because they keep coming back and they keep they're hanging around practice. You can do the same thing, and um, that's the fortunate part for me as a head coach. Now is that our community gets to see, hey, <laughs> we may be just a little, you know, a little country town out here in the woods in Mississippi, but we we can compete on the national level and we can compete at the most elite level. So we feel good about that. Yeah, absolutely. How much how much pride would you say George County and, and Loosedale in general has in Justin Steele? Oh man, it's we everybody. I mean, you know, his dad was a phenomenal athlete. Uh he got recruited to play football signed to play football to Alabama. Uh his mom was an awesome athlete. Their family, you know, just people I'm actually coaching one of his cousins right now who's gonna be really good. He's a sophomore. And Carson Pierce is his name and he's gonna be really good, but you know, the, the whole community is just behind him. Um, he's, you know, just because of who, not because of just what he's doing, but the kind, the kind of person that he is. And it's just genuine. I mean, he doesn't, he doesn't hide the fact. He, he, he loves the fact he's from Louisville. And um, he just loves, he loves being home when he gets a chance to be here. Like I said, I mean, he came home last fall, and he spent, he come up every day to the field, like when he was home. He's like, what time's practice, coach? I said, same time, man, 120, he would just show up. <laughs> so he just loved being there. And, and uh, but Loosedale, man, we're so proud of him. Uh, you know, he retired his jersey last fall. We got to do that at a home football game, which, you know, football's king in the South down here, especially Mississippi. So, but, you know, the whole town shows up and they're there. And, it, you know, it's, it's, uh, there's a lot of pride there. We're, we're really proud of, of what he's doing right now. And, you know, there's some some Twitter accounts that call Justin the pride of Loosedale. Would you say that's a, a pretty fitting nickname for him? Oh, that's it. Uh, I saw something the other day that said the lefty from Loosedale throws in London, and I was thinking, man, that that 
that, that's kind of odd. <laughs> yeah. That's the truth of it. Uh, oh, he is. He is. He's the pride of Blistow for sure. I mean, um, you know, we've had a couple other guys. Eric Moles, who played with the Buffalo Bills. You know, he, he was from our high school here in Loosedale. And, you know, uh, we had an Olympian, Ruthie Bolton Holyfield. She played in the 76 Olympics. She's on a gold medal basketball team. Uh, just some other guys that have played pro ball at the level. But, you know, MLB All-Star right here from Loosedale. Yeah, he's the pride of Loosedale. And, and you mentioned that. And my last uh, couple of things that I want to talk about is, so there's only been two players from my research ever from Loosedale that have ever gone pro. Uh, both have been pitchers, both have been Cubs, and both have been All-Stars. And fittingly, Justin played on the field named after him in high school, Claude Passeau. What can you tell me about him? Now, so Mr. Claude played, Big Claude is what everybody around here calls him, but um, he actually played at Moss Point High School. Because when he played, George County was not even high school. It was like Loosedale High School. But he moved back to Luso and settled. So technically, not from George County. However, his son, Little Claude, and then uh, his kids all played at George County. Tippy, Paso, and, and Clay, and Casey. I, I got to play with Clay and Casey, Paso, both. Justin's still really close to the family, but it's just weird that you walk in our stadium and it says Claude Paso, and it says, you know, one hitter, nineteen forty-five World Series on the on the back of the press box, you know, whatever forty-eight All Star, and now here's Justin on that through on that field, and now he's for the Cubs, you know, and he's playing an All Star game. That's pretty, that's pretty much full circle as you can get. So, but yeah, it's pretty pretty awesome. Um, Claude was awesome here. He owned the John Deere dealership in town, um, and everybody knew him. But he would come, you know, school events. I actually was fortunate enough as a player. I caught the first pitch from Carl Paso when they when they uh, did a ceremony at the field. I still have the picture when we dedicate the the, the field in 1995. He throws it out and I catch it. So it's it's full circle for me as well. You know, being a part of baseball here, I just try to do my my part to secure that and to carry on the tradition. And Justin's going to do the same. I was just going to ask my next question. Would you say? Uh, the legacy of Claude Passo is in good hands with Justin Steele? Oh, no doubt. No doubt. I mean, we've already talked, and he, he keeps, you know, mentioning we have, a, we have a very nice high school facility. I mean, we have an indoor hitting facility, indoor pitching facility. All of it has to be air-conditioned because it's so hot down here. Indoor weight room. But there's some renovations, and Justin's talked about how he wants to, you know, contribute to that, um, you know, down the road and, and not take away anything from Claude Paso, but just, you know, add to the legacy of it and give the guys here even a better opportunity to do what he's done. Awesome. I, I really appreciate all your insight today. Uh, enjoy watching the game, and hopefully uh, Justin gets a couple of Ks for you. Hopefully so. All right, man, thank you so much. All right, now joining us to talk about Justin Steele today on his 28th birthday as he's making – his first career All-Star appearance is a relative of Claude Passeau, his grandson, Casey. Thanks for talking to me today. Yes, sir. Thank you. Absolutely. So let me just start with what can you tell me about Claude? Uh, well, um, I, you know, I'm, uh, I've spent a lot of time with him. So, you know, we had a good, good relationship, close relationship. Uh, he was just uh, he's a great um, family guy 
uh, been around, you know, his whole my his whole life that I remember, he was very involved. Um, storyteller, one of the best storytellers around. Very involved with his community. Uh, you know, my relationship mostly with him, he, he came home sometime around 1940 and bought the John Deere place uh, here in Loosedale. And, you know, we, I started there when I was 15 years old, you know, so every day my relationship with him was around that John Deere place. So, you know, that a lot of memories there. Yeah, ab- absolutely. And, and now, of course, the, the high school field at George County is named Claude Passeau Field. What was that, um, I guess, moment for you guys like as a family, knowing his name is going to be sticking somewhere in Loosedale for a long time? Yeah, that, that was my senior year. My senior year was the first year at the new high school, and they dedicated that field. You know, they had him, had him come out and throw the first pitch. Um, you know, I, I remember that. I've got pictures of that. I was there. Um, you know, he, he really enjoyed that. that. That really made his day. He, he was very humble. He didn't want anybody uh, thinking a lot of him. You know, he, he just didn't get into the um, that side of it. Uh, the publicity side of it. He just he just wanted to be quiet and move on, you know. But that that really made his day. That that um, the baseball deal. That he really thought that was a big deal. The baseball field. <clears throat> yeah, it, it's certainly an awesome honor. Um, shifting gears here, just to to Justin. How long have you known Justin, and how close would you say uh, your family is with him? Well, you know, our, our family goes back for years. We're actually a blood kin to his mother's side of the family. But my my relationship really got close with Justin around his freshman year, sophomore year of high school. Um, I, I have a lot of um, friends' involvement with the baseball team, with baseball coaches. And um, I was out there one day and just and just saw him, you know, and just kind of kind of got to talking to him and. You know, mine and Justin's relationship is, is very, very different than most. You know, we, we were re- really good friends. Maybe we even called, he's called me best friend, you know, for several years as he was in high school and, and years after, even through the minor leagues. I talked to him just about every day. Almost every day we text, uh, FaceTime, you know, something. Very, very involved, been very involved with him ever since his, his sophomore year of baseball anyway. So, how would you describe your relationship with Justin? Uh, he's he would be to me. I would I would say maybe like a, an older stepson. You know, he he's very close to my family. I'm very close to his family. You know, and and I just treated him. You know, the day he got drafted, I was I was I was at the par draft party the night of the first round. He wound up going the second day of the draft. You know, he called me. Just as soon as he got drafted, you know, we went to the mall the night of the the night after that, and I bought him a Cubs hat. You know, we, you know, we we, I, I don't know. It's just it's special for sure. You know, more, more like a kid to me. It it certainly sounds like it. And and how cool is it then to find the connection of, you know, you and Justin are friends, and now he's going to be an All Star, and there's only two players in MLB history. To make the big leagues from Loosedale, let alone end up as an all-star. And it's a guy that you look at like a son, Justin Steele, 
and your grandfather Claude Passeau. How cool is that? It's, it's, it's really unbelievable. You know, it's it, it. I guess it's to a lot of people, it's it's really unbelievable. To me, it, it just I've known he was good. You know, and it just it just it just seems like he's done it. He's made it look so easy. I've always told him, I said, man, you know, <laughs> it ain't this easy. You know, it's it's not as easy as you're making it look. And, and but he. He he's he's matured. He's a super guy. I mean, he he's going to be a great family man. He he takes care of business. You know, he when he comes home, he's serious about getting better or what he can do to get better. He's he's never he's to me he's never been a kid. You know, he's always been about business. You know, he's he's just been a grown up ever since I've been around him. I mean, and that's that's the truth. That's a true story. You know, he's to be a major league pitcher, you got to eat, sleep, and, and live it. You know, you got to believe it, and that's what he does. I mean, he's he he really very seldomly takes any time off. He's he's just he's all about baseball and getting better and and, and stronger. You know, and talks it. That's that's he just wants to learn it. He wants to be an also. He he deserves. It. He's a, he's very well deserving. Absolutely, I've I've got to imagine from from your seat here. You've got to be very proud of not only what your grandfather was able to accomplish, but also Justin kind of following in his footsteps, doing the same thing. Yeah, and my and my dad, you know, my dad pitched a little bit. He, he went to Mississippi State, was drafted by Cincinnati, so he's he's very involved. He went to and he played the Double A, so he he asked me all the time questions about Justin, you know, and he. And then Justin, at the same time, when I talk to him sometimes, when Justin does something really good or like when he made the All-Star team, you know, he wants to know what's, what's Big Claude think about it. You know, he's, you know, we, we, it's, it's a very different relationship, but he's, he's involved and, and he's always wondering what Justin's doing. Of course, he tells me to tell Justin what he's doing wrong and this and that, you know. But, <laughs> you know, but, so he, Daddy, Daddy's involved with Justin too, so, you know. That that's awesome. How much pride would you say your family has in in what Justin's able to do? Oh man, it's it's just all, all this has done is brought back memories. You know, it's just it's really put the spotlight on my, my grandfather. That you know Justin's doing this, and then it you know it brings back memories of a bit of, of Big, we call him Big Claude, you know, but it brings back memories of of what my grandfather's done too. You know, people forget about it. You know, time passes, but when things like this happen, then, you know, people are like, dang, your, your grandfather did it too, you know, and, and we're, we're proud. We're a very proud family, and um, we're very proud of Justin. Yeah, so you guys kind of get the, the best of both worlds because you get to relive a little bit of what your grandpa was able to do, but also have some, some pride in what Justin's doing right in front of you. Yep, yeah, that's right. I, I actually spoke to Justin's dad this morning. They're at the All-Star Game. You know, or, or they're up there, and and you know we talked on the phone, which we do. I talked to Justin's daddy two or three times a week at least. You know, for for a period of time too. You know, we talked for for thirty minutes each time. But he's he um, he's proud of him, and we you know we it's very been very exciting. There's a lot of people from still up there. I didn't make the trip. I thought about it, but just just too busy, too much to do. But we're very very proud of him. It's a big deal. What would you? Uh... What would you think? Do you think Big Claude would be proud of Justin? Oh man! I, the first, as soon as I heard Justin, I, I was expecting Justin to make it, and just as soon as they, 
announced it. You know, first thing I taste him was I said, you know, Big Claude's proud of you, buddy. I can promise you. What do you think uh, Big Claude would say to him? Oh, he'd be telling him what he's doing wrong to help him make him better. <laughs> but no, nah, he'd be he would be proud of him. But you know how the old generation generation was. He he was you know he he would definitely be instructing him somehow, doing something different or making something better. That's just how grandpas are. Right. <laughs> Um, so the next thing I was I was just gonna ask when when you sit back and you watch the All Star game, and you see Justin get on the mound, my guess is probably second or third inning, or probably pretty pretty quick. Um, what what thoughts are gonna be running through your mind when you see him pitching tonight? Well, you know I I, I texted him today just just for a minute. He's super busy, but I told him I said slow it down tonight. You know, slow the game down because it's it's gonna be here and gone. You go, you know, it's it's a different deal tonight. It really, I guess it really it really matters what he what you do. But he may never be back. You know, and I just told him I said you gotta slow the game, slow it down tonight, and enjoy it because it'll be gone before you know it. So I really don't care what he does. I know he'll do good, but I just hope he enjoys it. You know, and takes all the memories in. And it's his birthday. How cool is that? I know, and it's his son's birthday too. Um, Bo's, I'm, I'm pretty sure Bo's birthday's today too. Yep, turning one, I believe. Yep, he's he's very proud of that kid. He he uh, he he's gonna stay close to that boy. I can promise you. He's he's a family guy. Oh yeah, and and how much pride, just in general, not only from the Paso family, but just. George County and, and Loosedale in general, how much pride is there in Justin Steele? Loosedale is a very small community, and, you know, everybody knows everybody, and, and I, I would say every person in George County that's a resident is proud of Justin. You know, they they know him. You know, they know of him if they don't know him, and, you know, he's, he, he, he's very, he is a very good friend to people. In other words, he's a, a friendly person. He speaks to people, so he He's got the respect of everybody, and not only just Loosedale, South Mississippi. I mean, it's, he, he's, he's a very known deal. You know, he's all of a sudden, he's very famous. So everybody around here is very proud of him, and, and, you know, they want everybody to know that they know him and they have some memory of him or some relationship with him. And obviously you can you can look at the stats and you can look at the numbers and listen to some of the interviews and and find out a little bit about Justin, but as somebody who's as close with him as you are, is there any insight or anything you can tell us about Justin that we might not know? The, the, uh, the one thing that I know about Justin that a lot of people may not know is that when he gets on that mound, he already knows that he's better than you are. You know, I tried to I tried to tell him that when he was a kid and, and, and tried to teach him that, but I didn't have to. He already knew it. It's just in his blood. He he's, he smiles. He's you know he's gonna be your friend, you know. But when he crosses that line, he gets on that mound. He already knows he's gonna beat you. I mean, he he knows he's better than you, but he he's not the type that that's gonna go out and say it. You know, you it's in his head that he's better than you, and he and he is. You know, he he has earned that. He he's he knows he's better. Absolutely. That's one thing that he, he don't show it. You know, he don't tone it. He don't He don't walk around saying it. But I promise you, he already knows it. 
that's that's awesome. My my last question for you is just how special is it for you um, and I guess your whole family to have this connection with Justin Steele? Oh man, it's I, I don't know. It's it's hard to explain, hard to put into words. You know, every, every day I think about him. If I don't talk talk to him, you know, every day that every day he, he crosses my mind. You know, he he's 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 earned it. He's gonna be super. You you haven't seen anything yet. He he's just been there a couple of years. You know, he's he's the best. He's gonna be the best pitcher in the National League for years. You know, but as far as the relationship between me and Justin, you know, and my whole family, you know, it, it's it's special. You know, I, I guess that's all I could say. It's it's special, and his family too. You know. Awesome. Well, thank you for uh, letting me take up a little bit of your time and enjoy the All Star Game. Hopefully, uh, Justin does Loosedale proud. Uh, he he already has. We, he will and we'll be watching. And I, I appreciate your call. Now that was Justin Steele's high school coach, Brandon Davis, and a close family friend of and relative of Claude Passo, Casey Passo, joining us here on the Cubs Corner, talking about Justin Steele today on his 28th birthday and first All-Star Game appearance. Make sure you guys watch the game and cheer for Justin Steele. More on this next week on the Cubs Corner.